I'm Matthew King. Nine years old. I had uh, Ewing's, well, close enough to Ewing's sarcoma. It was like a very rare type of bone cancer. But um, before any symptoms at all turned up, I was quite a sporty person. I used to go and play football, running, cycling, that kind of thing. So I was quite an active kind of person, really. I was kicking a ball out in a park, like doing kicky-ups, and my leg up here just seemed to like start hurting a little bit. Um, so I stopped, got in the car, and it like progressed and got worse and worse and worse. So I went to the doctors, and they claimed it was like they said it was like muscle imbalance, and sent me away with pills um, and physio and stuff like that. that. Happened for about three years, and it's like bulging started getting worse and worse. It was like really, really, really painful. I was limping and stuff. Um, until last year, I uh, tripped over my friend's foot and broke my leg. And then I went to Darlington Memorial, had a couple of scans and got took up, first up to Freeman and then up to here because I had, I was diagnosed with a very rare type of uterine sarcoma. It's, it's kind of hard to swallow, like you don't, but you can, no, don't really register it to start off with. Um, it takes a while for it to actually adjust in your mind that you've actually got this, this thing. I was kind of, I didn't want to tell them all at the same time. I told like, a couple of really close friends and like slowly built it up because I, I was trying to deal with it myself and I didn't want those people talking about it and asking me questions about it. But most of them dealt with it really well. Uh, treatment started, I think it was the start of April last year. Obviously I held my leg in one position so I was stuck in bed for two months without being able to do anything. Um, and then just every three weeks I'd end up on chemo for uh, three days. It's really hard to go through. I've, you hear the word all the time, but you don't really realise how much it is. Like you, have, you feel poorly all the time, exhausted. You can get ill like that. Like somebody coughs in your direction, and you're basically ill. I tried. To, I, I tried to stay as positive as possible about it because there's no point feeling sorry for yourself and you've got something like that. You've just got to go on and deal with it. So I think in that sense, everybody else understood and dealt with it in a similar way to what I did. So overall, I had chemo for nine months with surgery in the middle of it. Um, it was quite an ordeal, because what they had to do is they had to um, cut off, because obviously the key, the thing was a lot higher up than it actually is, I know you can't see on the camera, but it was a lot higher up, the cancer, so they had to chop it up really high up and then use the bottom half of my leg to fix up together with plates and stuff like that to lengthen it, which was quite a complex procedure. Um, so it took me about, took about four, 14 hours overall I was in theatre. Uh, they had a couple of complications and stuff like that. Um, and then I came out, obviously I had loads of different phantom pains and stuff like that. My leg felt like it was going through the, the bed and it was like, felt like it was stuck underneath rocks and all sorts, felt like I couldn't move. It was really a freaky experience. I, I don't think anybody who hasn't gone through it would be able to understand it properly. It is really, really strange. And then I found out that I had to go back into surgery again because although it was long enough, like the bit of the end was dying off a little bit, so they had to get rid of it and then redo it all over again, which meant I had to get a skin graft as well. So, just talking to people on my phone, things like that, uh, it's, it's quite difficult. Like, I'd already adjusted to it a little bit because I'd spent two months in hospital beforehand. Um, but you just got to try and make the most, as most of the situation as possible. And this, this room, this place, really helps in that situation because you've got the TV downstairs, you've got Sky, you've got if you can get up here, you've got consoles and stuff like that as well, you've got a pool table and it's just a brilliant place to come to spend five, ten minutes or whatever, an hour of your time. Honestly, without this place, I would have been 
bored, dumb, to be fair. I don't know why they've done it in my time. I think I'd watched so much TV, I could probably recite half of it. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely this place has just been fantastic, really, that front. Because you get to meet new people, which is always a good thing, but these people are also going through a very similar experience to what you're going through. So you can sort of share differences and stuff like that and different ideas of how to get over things and stuff like that and deal with certain situations, because although every chemo and um, cancer is completely different in some ways, it's also got some similar similarities, and then similarities you can, you can find ways that other people are using to help deal with it as well. They've always been a positive and happy and always laughing and joking. You never get anybody who's particularly negative at all. Um, they're always under, understanding as possible. Um, I did a pizza night up here once, that was really good, because you get to meet people who've oh, the other end, because this was near the beginning, and uh, other bits and pieces and stuff like that. That's probably the, the main positive of it, is meeting people that have already been through it, because you see that there is another side to it, you will get to the side, and when you get to there, it'll be far better than it already is. Um, for me, it was probably the physical stuff, because I, I, I just set myself in like, a certain mindset and kept me there. But like physically, I couldn't. I needed assistance with basically everything at one point. Well, like because obviously my leg was super weak and I couldn't really use it. It was shorter than the other one. So like to move anywhere, I'd have to have a, a, a person like to help me across. I'd lost a heck of a lot of weight. I was underweight massively. Um, obviously, I had been in bed for like two months at one point as well. Um, I still can't manoeuvre around as freely as anybody else yet. So that's it's probably that that's been the most difficult for me personally. It's funny because like you hear it on TV and stuff like that, and you're like, "Well, that won't happen to me." You know, that's what you think. You don't really understand it properly until you've gone through the experience yourself. I don't think, but it's it's difficult to get your head around. I think I had a couple of emotional moments thinking about it. To be fair, I, I still do now. I definitely come up with a different mindset. I think um, like I still hold the same morals and everything, but once I've gone through that, I've realised that life is a heck of a lot shorter, and I just want to enjoy it as much as possible while before I would be a little bit more wary about doing different experiences and stuff like that because I don't know I've been one of those wary kind of people been going through that I like, well you've only got a short life anything could happen here you might as well enjoy and do as much things as possible when you can and you notice who your real friends are and stuff like that and people who stick by you and how important friends are and building good relationships with people and stuff like that I think just generally like the whole whole things changed my mindset completely. I was, when it first happened, I was like a couple of months off my A-level exams. So when I first came in, there was a lot of discussion whether I was going to do them in hospital or whatever. But eventually I just decided I was going to do the year again. So in and out of chemo and stuff like that, I've been going into A-level exams and revision and stuff like that, not exams, but revision and work again to get myself back into it. It's funny, before I came in, I was going to do like, an English and history course and then go into teaching. But now I'm not entirely sure. Um, with me sitting down and having a lot of time to myself, I don't know whether that's exactly what I want to do yet or not. I still have it there in my vision, but I just want to... I'm taking a year out either way. I just want to have a, a good time to think what I actually want to do, make sure it's the right idea. It's definitely a place just to separate yourself from the world because the world's obviously very bland and very pale white colours. And it's got a lot more vibrant colours, as you probably see. And you just feels more at home, everybody's always welcoming. You meet all sorts of new people, play different board games. They've got a Friday Breakfast Club, which is actually brilliant. I, 
I've never tried to get up early for anything in my life apart from that. <laughs> so, you know, that it's just it's just really good to get together with people when you're going through this kind of thing and just feel normal. I think that's, I mean, feel at home. I think that's just very important. Really.